0: Blog Talk
1: Radio. Hi, right, this is your man JT Live right here on White Top Five Sports Chicago twenty twenty four seven. Bringing you the hottest sports show on the net. That's right now how we do it, man. This is our first show of the year. We're kicking it off, man, and uh, we got a lot of stuff to talk about today. And I uh, got a lot of stuff on my heart and on my mind, so I just wanted to, to, to bring it out to the fans today. But I appreciate everybody that's listening in today. I know a lot of you have been asking about the show and, and asking about what uh, Ranked Top Pride Sports has been doing in the last uh, year or so. So we've got a lot of transition, a lot of change. We're trying to, 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 to build our uh, studio and, and get all those things together. So, um, man, we're just happy, excited to be here. Of course, I want to delve right into the NFL and talk NFL football. And it's, it's going to be interesting as we move forward uh, discussing the NFL in the near future. And I'm hoping and I'm praying that I get an opportunity to do that. And so today, I want to, to, to kind of give this special podcast, and for those that are listening or those who will listen to this show um, at a later date, just to kind of talk about uh, some of the, the issues that surround the NFL right now and some of the issues that surround the uh happening uh, and, and the National Football League. And for those who don't know, and, and you look at the title of the show, should African-Americans boycott the National Football League? And, you know, I, I'm going to talk about that in detail, and I'm going to offer my opinions and, and my views and my thoughts on it. And I'm bringing a couple of guests. Of course, i got my man, Pico, Coop, doing the sports in the house, and i got a special guest coming straight out of the DMV. That's right. I don't know. What is it? Uh, 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 the, DC, Maryland, Virginia area, my man Davis is gonna be in the building as well. So he's gonna be in and um, and, and we're gonna talk about what's going on because these are really hard hitting issues and I posted in my Facebook group, I got a Facebook group Break right Fast Sports Chicago twenty four seven and we discussed this issue and I had to make a uh, kind of an executive decision. You know how Donald Trump is making his executive or we had to make an executive decision. It and wasn't, it wasn't as popular as I thought. I mean, it was popular amongst the group. You know, we had some decisions. Uh, I mean, some, I wouldn't say decisions, but we had some splits in the group. And so we have a very passionate group. I love this group. We have a lot of passionate people in the group. People are really committed to it. And one thing I say about this Facebook group, I don't know about any others, but these people get together. These people actually... Um, uh, do outings together across the country. You know, we just had some guys in, in Dallas, Texas that got together. That's part of right Top 5 Sports Chicago 24 7 here in the Chicagoland area. They get together, they do things. And so um, I wanted to, to 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 really kind of address the group myself personally, but for anybody else that's listening out here, you know, to know what JT is talking about in regards to African American NFL football. And before I bring our guests in, uh, i just recap the Colin Kaepernick situation. Most people know that follow football and follow the Father National Football League, know that Colin Kaepernick took a knee during the National Anthem. He decided to protest uh, because of police brutality against African-Americans and, and some of the other injustices that were taking place in the United States against people of color. Now, I thought that was a noble stance, and it went on actually, I think, for a couple of weeks before people started to take note of it. And the media saw that Colin wasn't standing through the traditional national anthem. If you ever played football or any other sports event, sporting event, you know that most athletes stand before the national anthem and you put your hand over your heart, or you hold your helmet under your arm, or whatever you do, whatever sport that you're playing, you salute the flag for the most part. You know, you pay homage to that and then Star Spangled Banner is singing and that whole thing. Yeah. Well, he decided not to do it. Media caught wind of it. I guess a reporter i of singing. Then the camera started going towards Colin. And then he was asked about it. And he gave, he gave his reason as to why he decided to, you know, take his stance. And there was backlash. He got support. He got a lot of support, but then there was backlash, you know, this guy is just the military, this guy is is, is, is anti-American, uh, uh, he's not patriotic, and all this sort of stuff. And it was a whirlwind. And by Colin Kaepernick being a backup quarterback because of his injuries from the prior years, uh, a lot of the sports analysts and, and, and some fans were saying he should keep his mouth shut, backup quarterback should be talking, I said to myself, well, this is a guy who was a starter at one time, who they were praising to be the next Joe Montana. Some some of those guys, Ron Jaworski had him as, ooh, he had him as the, the next coming. So, second coming, I should say. Went to the Super Bowl, lost. He was a play away. Went to the NFL, the NFC Championship. He was a play away as well, the next year, I think it was. So, you had a guy who was on the verge, had some injuries, had some issues, whatever. But now he made a decision to opt out of his contract and worked it if he wanted to take a chance on his own and see where that got him. I don't know what his agent was thinking, and I don't know what he was thinking, but I knew just from just knowing how things go, that that was going to probably, you know, once he opted out of that contract, he wasn't going to get another deal. Not right off the bat, just what's going to happen because the climate in this country, especially now that the current president that we have, is very volatile. It's very volatile, especially in, in America right now. It's, it's very volatile. So um, now we have a standpoint where Colin Kaepernick cannot get hired. And so there have been other quarterbacks that are. Can't even touch Colin Kaepernick that have been given backup jobs in the NFL. So he's going to be a backup. Let's say he's just going to sign as a backup. He hasn't been able to get a job. And other guys have been on there before. So I just wanted to lay that out there, man, and, and just kind of give people a little synopsis, of those that may not know. It's your man, JT Live, right here on Ranked Top Science Sports Chicago 24-7. our podcast right here on blogtalkradio.com. i will see my man, Pete Coop, is in the building. Pete Coop.
2: Yo, yo, what's up, JT? What's, what's going happen, on, man? What's going on with you? Hey, you hey man, me everything. You man, man, you know, man, I'm just doing my time, man. Just uh, enjoying life, man, and enjoying uh, uh, everything that's coming forward to me, man. You know, got a good job, got everything going in the right direction, brother. You know? Okay. Well, that's, well, that's a good thing for a
1: black man in America.
2: You got things going in your direction? You got a job? You're doing good, my brother. Yeah, I'm doing I'm doing pretty good, man. Yeah, man. But uh, you know, like this topic, man, uh and, and I'm glad you, was, you decided to go ahead and uh, put this topic this topic on the docket, man, and uh I've really got some real strong feelings towards this, man, and uh and um it's about time that we you know we put this um topic in the forefront where it belongs and have a, a perspective that is unique to um, our experience. So, uh, you know, I, I'm glad well, to be able to be on the show and to be able to talk about this.
1: Well, that's why I brought you on, man, because I, I know you got a fiery uh, uh, opinion and, and, and attitude that you can bring something, some good input to this. And, and I tried to get, I wanted to get other people into the group. And I got my man, Galano, in the building as well. So we're going to bring, you know we got to bring the captain in the building so that he can he can he can, he can lay out his respect, because he has an interesting slant to this. So we're going to get him in the building in just one moment, man. But, um, you know, I, I wanted to make sure that this topic at least had some sort of, uh, I mean, you're hearing a lot of the analysts or in, on some of the sports channels, they are speaking out. Some of them are speaking out. And so I give credit to those people that, that are speaking out against what they see as injustice. But you have some that I, I think are really suspect, man, and I, I really have some issues with some of them, and I haven't, you know, I'm, I think I'm going to go ham on some of them here tonight. But I'm just saying, man, you know, it's, it's some really interesting things that I'm hearing people say and it's just not sitting right with me. It's just not sitting right, so I'm gonna have to let that out tonight. But I'm gonna bring my man GD in the building, Gallo Davis. He's in the D.M.V. by the way of Southtown, Chicago, because you know Chicago makes the world take. So that's just how we do it. The world takes our best, and our best do their best. They even do better when they leave the windy city. Gallo, what's up, baby?
3: Yes, brother, J- JT. My brother. What's up, Galano? How you guys doing? This is uh, truly a, a pleasure to be on with uh, arguably two of South Shore high school legends, uh, That you know, Pete Coop, who has just hold down the defensive line for many years and uh, a true legend. And Jeffrey Thomas, uh, definitely arguably one of the baddest DPs that ever played the game. Uh truly a pleasure to be uh part of this conversation which is truly uh, uh, uh a conversation that I am also passionate about and I commend you, Jeffrey, uh, for, for bringing this uh uh online and, and we're talking about it for a minute.
1: Yeah, I yeah, know, you've been a little
3: bit modest. You've been a little bit modest there because
2: um I just want to say that we have uh, followed the footsteps of players like yourself, Galano, you know, and, uh, you know, other guys, Mike, Big Mike and Dorian, you know, guys like yourself, man, who laid the foundation, man, of course, course with Coach Johnson. So, you know, if if there's any uh, legends on there, three legends on
3: there. (laughs) And you definitely, you, you definitely are one of those. Well, thank you, brother. That, that means a lot, uh, especially coming from you. And uh, I'm excited to be here. And, and hey, I'm, I'm all ears right now.
1: Uh, if, let me just do a little housekeeping real quick. If you want to call into the show, we have one 668 2342 That's one 668 2342 If you want to call into the show, you got some comments, you some complaints, you something you want to get off your chest Make sure you do in here when and, and you talk to us and join the discussion. Um, I, you know, what, I just wanted to to, to kind of kick the show off, man, with, with just a little bit about Colin Kaepernick and what happened last season. But I'm just going to lay it out, man, and we can just jump in on the discussion right here. I, I, I'm just going to say that I think it's completely, 100% wrong that Colin Kaepernick doesn't have a job in the NFL especially since this young man is qualified to play in the NFL. He's highly qualified to play in the NFL, and the NFL is hiring other people over him, okay? The man took a stance, and I understand that stance is not very popular amongst Americans in this society because to me it seems like when it's issues related to African Americans and it's issues related to law enforcement, and I'm not talking about good cops because there are good cops out there. I'm talking about the role cops. I'm talking about those cops that are abusing people, and, and and black people get the brunt of that, and some black people get killed. And you know, I'm 100% against role cops. But here's a man who's decided I'm going to take a stance, and I won't stand for, I won't stand for any injustices against people of color. And so now he doesn't have a job. He's qualified. And so me as a black man in America, I'm just saying, I find it very hard for me to sit up and watch NFL football this season. I can't do it. And at first I was going to ride with it, and you guys seen some of my posts in the Facebook group. I was like, man, you know what? Khaled knew what was going on. He knew he was going to take it. We had the discussion. And I said I was going to ride. I just go watch football because I love it. But then I, when the Baltimore Ravens had an opportunity, to bring them in. And they signed an arena league football play over them. There's no way I could deal with that. I just couldn't. I couldn't sit and good conscious and say, you know what? That's not a group of people. That's a group of people getting together saying we're gonna we're gonna systematically keep them out. So I just couldn't do it, man, and I know it wasn't a popular decision to write top class for Chicago. That's on Facebook, our Facebook group. I decided to, uh, just the people know, I decided to ban any posts that promote the NFL. And what I mean by that is you're talking about uh, game day analysis, if you're talking about uh, 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 game threads that we normally have, if you're talking about uh, giving updates on teams. I just didn't want anything that has anything to do with that at all the season. And normally I do my top five every year, top five players at still positions. I didn't do it because I just felt like this was 100% wrong. And, yes, it's just football, but the cause of which Colin Kaepernick was fighting for was bigger than football. And so as I stood back, I had to make that decision. I had some, a lot of people, I had people inboxing me, saying, man, you're wrong, you know, you you shouldn't censor what the group does, this, that, the other. And I'm like, listen, sometimes we have to take a hard stance. And that's the stance that I decided to take with the group, unless Colin Kaepernick was signed. If he was signed, boy, tie over. But the fact that he's not signed at this particular time, he may get signed. I don't know. Hopefully he does. Because I want to believe that the NFL – the football, the game that I love that I played college, high school, college football is a game that I love so much. I just only hope that it's not as racist as I think it is as a, as a group now. I know there's some racism that exists, but I want to believe that somebody is say, you know what, man, hey, I'm going to take a chance on Kyle Kaepernick anyway, because we need him at quarterback, and we need him to win. So I'm going to let you guys have that at Pico, Jeannie, Go ahead, y'all
2: do your thing. That's just my thing. Well, you know, um we talked about this before and I think I made my uh, uh feelings clear in reference to um Catherine's uh common stance um on our uh Facebook page and um my my thing is that um uh, the optics on this as far as the NFL and the NFL uh, organizations and the ownership uh, as a league, the optics on this is purely, um, in my opinion, coming from uh, a racist position. And the, the fact of the matter is there are no black uh, NFL owners, um, and there are very few uh, NFL um, uh, um executives uh, who are able to uh, make exact some type of uh, uh, rebuttal to um, what's been going on with Colin Kaepernick. But it seems as if there's some uh, some media surge on some parts of the media in some parts of, of America to demonize Colin Kaepernick for the stance that he took, even though, it was a stance that was peaceful and in its, uh, and not um, in a in a way where he was going out to try and uh, bring attention to himself because actually he was just doing this peacefully and then they they, they made something out uh, out of it as if he was some type of a villain or that he was a criminal. You know, and then you had all this backlash from certain players like Ray Lewis and uh, uh, just recently Michael Dick coming in and talking here he needs to change his image. Uh, when the fact of the matter is the man has been doing nothing but disciplinary uh things throughout not only within the community but over in Somalia in Africa uh, and and his feet have matched his words. So I don't see when this this country is supposed to be based on and founded on protests, you know, back from when they had the the Boston Tea Party, when they had taxation without representation, we still are at a place where a black man says, with the same words they said, give me liberty or give me death, and they are seen to be criminalized while you say that very same thing it's a rallying cry for independence and for uh, a chance and opportunity to have uh your voice heard. So in my in my opinion, I'm all on board with I don't support I don't want to support something that does not have uh support of me, especially when you look at the players of the NFL is 68, I believe, 68% black. So, mm-hmm. and, and and the fan base is enormous. As a matter of fact, kids watch the NFL, wanted to play in the NFL as a child, because I know I did. Mm-hmm. So, here we are talking about something, that an issue, which is police brutality, which has always slid to the back. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Well, we have um, uh, African-Americans still today being shot while they're unarmed, being beaten and choked to death. And, and, and this is not something new. This is something that has been going on. So Colin Kaepernick, in his greatness, is to bring attention to that. And, he can, and the best way he could do that is just by how he's done it. But he's not seen as someone to – he's not seen as a hero – He's not seen as in the same light as people uh, see Muhammad Ali uh, or uh, who took a stance not to go into the Vietnam war because he didn't want to go and kill other poor people, like he said. So, I mean, we got to, as, as Americans and as a black man, I have to get my priorities in order for myself and make decisions based on myself that, I feel comfortable with it. And right now I just don't feel comfortable with the NFL saying that he can't play football anymore when last year his stats said that he had uh, I think it was 12 or 14 touchdowns to four interceptions over 2,000 yards. He had a passer rating of like uh, 86 or something like that. And, and that's good enough to be a starting NFL quarterback. But let alone he doesn't even have a position as a second backup or a third option. And you mean to tell me there's no um, black ball going on or him singling out? So basically they're just spit in our face and tell us that it's raining. And I'm just not going to have
4: mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. I mean, that, and I I'm a, I'm strong a I'm more
2: passionate I'm I'm as passionate about football as anybody man. I love it. I love the game. I grew up loving the game. You know, I grew up watching mm-hmm. the the Bears, Doug Bear Buffone and, and Walter Payton and the eighty five Bears and I and I love football. You know. So at at this point I'm not in love with the NFL, even though I love football.
3: hmm
1: Tomorrow, what's your thoughts?
3: Well, first and foremost, I agree 100% with both of you guys on uh, this uh, indirect banning of of Colin Kaepernick. I I think it's a tragedy. I am so disappointed with the entire league about this. I'm uh, disappointed with the Baltimore Ravens as well as Ray Lewis. Uh, If there was any team in the NFL that Colin Kaepernick would have been a good fit would have been the Baltimore Ravens, uh, not only on the field, but off the field because of the demographics of the state of Maryland, which uh, the demographics have a lot of African-Americans uh, in Baltimore and uh a lot of African-Americans in Prince George County, which is, if I'm not mistaken, the richest black county uh, so far as uh, black individuals in the country. Uh, You know, and then by the fact that several years ago, the city of Baltimore went through injustice. So if there was any place that this, uh, you know, Colin Kaepernick, should have, been, should have been right there. So I'm totally disappointed with Baltimore Ravens, especially Ray Lewis and what's going on. But here's the deal. You know, um, I don't think blackball of an athlete is the first time this happened. You know, if you look at guys like Terrell Horns and Chad Johnson and um, several other players that I think were blackballed out of this uh, league, So my question would be just trying to bring a little balance to the, to the conversation. Uh, Was it right for Colin Kaepernick to use the NFL, his job as leverage for the injustice of black America Uh, would be my question to uh, my brothers here, uh, JT and Patrick uh, Cooper, uh, because that's, you, as you guys know so well, the NFL is a billion dollar, multi billion dollar organization. And um, I don't think those owners are going to try to allow that type of attention to be portrayed at their stadiums and possibly bring down the league, which is a multi billion dollar uh, organization. So I, I, I don't know. That's a question I would love to hear you guys answer, do you allow Colin Kaepernick to bring that type of attention of injustice to uh, the NFL? And then if you allow him, then who else will come behind him and do the same thing? And what do you draw the line at? So I would love to hear your thoughts on that.
1: Well, let let me just start. I, I, I want to say that, you know, Speaking of in the Baltimore Ravens, this is interesting because when I think back to when Ray Rice, situation, when the Ray Rice situation happened, and he met with the owners in Baltimore, and the owner was ready to sweep that underneath the rug. Roger Goodell was fine with it. And then, bam, TMZ dropped the video. And when TMZ dropped the video on the NFL, they sucker punched the NFL. And so they dropped the video, and so Ray Rice was about to, you know, be back with the Ravens Doing his thing Playing ball And bam, look what happened They dropped that video And so here's a guy who we saw On video, and I know the NFL saw it I know Ray Wright I know the Baltimore Ravens You can't tell me the NFL with all its investigators And this, it's the most powerful uh, uh, Sports organization In the United States They own five days of a week There's no way in the world but they didn't know that Ray Rice had hit his wife like he did. And Ray Rice even said they told him what happened. But she was going to let Ray Rice on. We've seen numerous situations of guys who, with the Dallas Cowboys. I'm thinking about a couple years ago, one of the young men was a drunk driver, and he killed his, his roommate. And Jerry Jones had him standing, sitting on the sideline with him, kind of scooting him along and saying he needed to be uh, mentored. But then you kind of, kind of just stood out. And I understand what you're saying because these NFL owners are old, conservative, and they have conservative views. But, man, this guy's on he hasn't done anything wrong at all. Only thing he did was speak his mind. And if we, and I'm just saying for me, as a black man of America, I find it difficult for me to support a, a lead that can't say, Man, you know what? That's they can't stand up for justice because guess what? Just like Ali, Jackie Robinson broke the, the color barrier when he became the first uh, when he became the first uh, 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 baseball player, black baseball player. You got all kind of racist uh, taunts in the whole nine yards. But I just, I have issues that that they want to support this man against police brutality, especially in Baltimore, because Baltimore is one of the franchises that's mostly supported by African-Americans. It's one of the top ten franchises in all sports that's supported by African-Americans. So I have an issue with that. That's, that's just my opinion on that. And I, You know, and, and, and Ray Lewis, you know, you brought up Ray Lewis, Jeannie. Ray Lewis, is just, he's become disgusting to me. I'm just going to put it out there. He is I cannot take it. his his attitude towards this. But you know what? He's one of those guys that was in a heap of trouble, and he was able to play, and he was surrounded by murder. He wouldn't testify. He wouldn't sell out his homies. But yet still, he's now cast 15, almost 20 years later, he's casting judgment on the man. All he did was just sit down took a me peacefully and said, I'm not gonna stand. I'm exercising my constitutional right as an American to protest in peace, whether it's in the NFL stadium or wherever it's at. He has that right. I, I, I just had to lay that out. Pico, what's your thoughts on that?
2: Well, you know, I, I my thoughts is that, you know, uh the NFL is the forum for him, uh, to do that. And I mean we're not we're not trying to and then i can understand what you're saying, uh, and, and looking at the perspective from um, the owners, of course, uh they don't wanna uh you know, have that their medium uh use that but their medium uh, uh supports um, in, in in a way they support uh drunk driving because they've had players who have had drunk driving, uh people who've killed people. Doing drunk driving, and they have been uh, admitted back into the league, you know, and had no type of, uh, or, or they had a, a short stint of, of, um, you know, time that they had to stay out, but they still let them back into the league. My thing is that right now they're trying to, to silence this brother. Because of this stance, by saying we're not going to let you in, but we're not going to silence i have, I've yet to heard them any any owners come out or anybody come out and speak about police brutality, you know as if that doesn't exist, and that's the whole issue that they're talking about. you know what i'm saying if if you don't mind uh black people being shot uh in the back or being killed in their car seat with their in front of their children or being shot 16 times by some road cop who just want to get his thrills out, uh, by firing this weapon at, at another human being. Then, um, I'm trying to figure out what, what do they stand for? Because they, the, the NFL supposed to, supposedly they stand for, uh, you know, the, the American way and righteousness and all of that stuff, because they talk about all that stuff. And then, uh, you know their biggest supporter is the United States military, one of their biggest supporters. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, if you you, you got to all this talk about going overseas to protect people and, and, and protecting people on other shores, when you got your people here in America who's being who is not only this is nothing new, this has been happening for years. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's been going out for years. So, um, my thing is that when people like like Ray Lewis and Michael Vick. And Michael Vick was talking from his perspective. Yeah, that's what he had to do. He had to clean up his image because he was a convicted felon. And as far as Terrell Owens and uh, and uh, Chad Ocho, well, those guys never took a stance on anything. They weren't blackballed because of their stance. They may have been blackballed. Because of their antics or or, or whatever or how they were perceived, but they weren't being ostracized specifically for taking a stand. And I don't remember them really doing. I don't know. Maybe they did a lot of work with charities or whatever, but I don't remember them being outstanding in in, in doing that in that platform. So um, my thing is that Connor Kaepernick had enough enough guts to to do that. And then when they ask him about it, to speak on it, you know, and mm-hmm. then be eloquent about it and then be direct about it and be a man about it. And I, I just I just see that as being um, something that is, uh exemplifies his character and it exemplifies the type of character that I want my, my children, my nephew, my sons, and all of mine to look up to and say, you know, that's something to obtain. And so, when you silence that, then you're silencing uh, a, a piece of uh, of our culture that should be uh, put out in the forefront.
1: Judy, I'm going to let you respond to that because I, I I thought that was uh, the, the great question.
3: Um... And and I think Pete Coop uh, did a very great job of uh breaking it down uh with teal and chad johnson and once again i mean you know that's why uh i've always liked you guys for so many years because you're some smart brothers uh and i i agree quite frankly and and again i am a big supporter of colin kaepernick but to bring balance to the conversation this is a business and like any other business or a job, you know, whether that be your personal job or your personal business, uh, some things when it comes to social issues is hard for an organization to try to support. And mm-hmm. it sounds like if we allow the injustice of uh, what's going on in the black community, which we all are victims of or know someone that is a victim of should be allowed to be uh, expressed in the NFL, whatever that injustice may be. So if we're saying mm-hmm. that, then uh, it could take on a whole different uh, look of the NFL that they start, and they kind of touched on it a little bit because I think we, you, you see what happened on the gay issue, not to change the subject, but it's along mm-hmm. the lines of social issues. So you had the right. first gay football player, and he was uh, uh, kind of uh, indirectly kicked out of the league, if you will, you know. And you've seen a little pushback by the fans. And then, you know, what's next after gay uh, was uh, the injustice of police brutality. It could be a transgender next. Uh, so there are a lot of social issues that – I guess these owners are struggling to deal with that. They got to make the decision: if we allow this injustice of the communities, then we're going to open up uh, probably Pandora's box for a lot of other injustices, and it could hurt the organization. Not that I care, because they're all <laughs> irrelevant. But I mean, from their perspective, as a multi-billion-dollar organization, and, and you know, they got to look at that as well. So. Again, right. is well, the NFL the but, platform for Colin Kaepernick to show his injustice or just wait till after the game, after the season, and then show his dissatisfaction with the injustice? Well, I, I think he has. But would it,
5: I, I would it have the same had, impact, though? Would it have the same impact, yeah, though?
1: That's, yeah, that's what I was going to ask, too. The, the, the impact of, of him doing, doing the NFL uh, – Season, it, it made it, it's had much more of an effect. More people are watching. And I'll probably be, I'm, you know, there, I agree with you, Geronimo. There is a lot that could be talked about. There's a lot. I mean, people can go, go on and on on social issues, social injustice, and things for that matter. But it seems like when it comes down to African Americans, our issues are always pushed back to the, to the back of the room, especially with police. Uh, we've seen situations I mean just recently and this is fun, this is, this is a an interesting situation uh in Minnesota. we saw the young man the, the, we heard we know about the young man that got shot in his car uh, with his child in the car by a roll cop. Then we just saw where a police officer killed a white Australian woman, and they were up in arms. The police chief uh resigned after that. After that scrutiny and fire that they took. And it was a, oh, so we feel so sorry for this person. And so when it comes down to black lives, the, the importance, unless that black life is ultimately, is you know, really important, you know, people don't really give it as much care as they give our, our white counterparts. And so, you know, I, I, I kind of look at situations and it kind of gives difficult behavior. This right here, we're right top of all sports, Chicago twenty four seven, right here on blogtalkradio.com. radio dot com. I got a lot of people in the call is queue, so we're gonna try I'm going to try to get to everybody. If you wanna get on the line, make sure you press uh one and we you can you'll be into the callers queue and I can uh, get you in. But uh, I got my man Pete Coop, bulldog of sports in the building. Also got my man Galano Davis. And he's in he's in the DOD. He's right there in the mix of the Baltimore, Virginia, the DC down there. He's close to all those situations and things that we're talking about um, right now. I'm going to go to the, the call line. Now, let me see. Caller, you're on right Top 5 Sports, Chicago, 24
4: four seven. Oh, hey, uh, how's it going, man? Doing great. Hey, what's up, man? Oh, uh, hi. Uh, so uh, I was uh, listening to what you're saying, and uh, uh, there seems to me that there's a lot of uh, problems with uh, – between police uh, and the people, specifically in uh, African-American, that whole group. Um, What you were saying earlier about uh, the cop who shot a guy in his car with his uh, kid in the car, and um, uh, the guy who shot a white Australian woman, and the police chief resigned. Well, people seem to think that uh, cops only shoot black people and get away with it all the time. But it's it's really a misunderstood thing. It's police don't shoot just because uh, they shoot if they feel endangered or threatened. And uh, if you get down to it and you look at research, you look at the police report, um, you will find that 99% of the time it was credible. No? Uh,
2: no, well, so that's not we... true. Ninety-nine percent of the time, it's not credible. You know, we uh, what we see is, and what the camera has shown is that uh, these police are in fear of something that does not exist. So, uh, the, the um, amount of police being shot uh, uh, during uh, regular traffic stops. It happens, but it's not—it's not, it's not a, a something that um, warrants them to come in shooting. For instance, uh, the young Tamir Rice, who was in um, in uh, Ohio, where the police uh, drove up and saw a kid playing in the—you know—in the, you know, in, the uh, in the park by himself, where there was no threat of life. Yet they 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 came up and shot him. And then a court. Said it was a justifiable shooting, a justifiable homicide. Well, you know, and then uh, uh, the young man who was in the Walmart with a uh, air rifle, checking out an air rifle, trying to see if he wants to buy it, and then, uh without warning, he shot. We see this time and time and time again, happening over and over again. And then you, you put on the, the fact that racism just because uh, a a black president was elected doesn't mean that racism doesn't still exist. And and it's overtly racism. And not only that, then we can go into because college confidence stance is just not about police brutality. It's about the overall uh, attitudes uh, um, of racism towards blacks, not only from whites, but from other people who come here from other countries uh from Arab countries from um asian countries and and and, and then uh, uh uh in the community um, putting out resources, pulling out dollars and not putting anything back in so it's not just it's not just the police brutality piece that's just a part of it that's just the icing on top of the cake. This is not something that's new. This is not something that is uh, 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 something that just popped up. This has been going on for years and years, uh, and, you know, even before the um, Jim Crow laws and after the Jim Crow laws. So, uh, I mean, this is, uh, I mean, I, I don't know. Uh, well, <laughs> I mean, I, I, think I don't know, you know man. It's just a
1: vast. I mean, I, you know what, and, and let me just say this. Not only black people are shot by, by, by police, but there they are white people get killed, too, and gunned down. That's, that's very much a fact. But when you have video evidence that kind of disputes some of those things, yeah, it's credible because of the way the report is written, so it's credible to law enforcement at that time. But we saw here in Chicago with the Kwame McDonald a kid that was shot 16 times on the ground by a police officer that rolled up he wasn't even on the scene. He rolled up. All these officers were trying to, to defuse the situation. He comes out and shoots this kid straight down when the kid's not even near him. And so you had all the police officers on the scene who tried to cover it up, even going to Burger King and taking out the camera, taking out the video camera. So you have overall cover up stuff. I mean, you know, there are things that happen. I have to say that you know, I think Colin Kaepernick's stance is a, is a credible stance. Where he took it? He didn't have to be on the football field. He's a high-profile enough athlete. To me, I think people would listen to what he had to say. But in this particular case, I just think it's wrong, man. Uh, and and it's, it's, it's no way around it. It's wrong. I don't care. Even if it was the other way around, it's still wrong that we have, you know, well, just role cops. I'm not even talking about good cops because we're not talking about all police officers. We just talking about those ones that are bad. Can't that that, that Castro that was shot in Minnesota. Oh no, that that's totally unjustifiable homicide. It's it's I, I'm, I you know I, I just can't see it any kind of way.
2: Why well, because uh, the fact of the matter is, people say the police say, well, I felt threatened and that's why I, I pulled my weapon and I discharged because I felt threatened. You know, and then well well why do you feel threatened? Why why is it why is a person who's in the car with his wife threatening you? And then you just shoot over her and kill him.
1: I mean, come on. You got,
4: well, you I got another out,
1: question, you know. Carla. You got another question?
4: Uh yeah, um uh, there's a uh, during one of the games uh that uh Colin Kaepernick was playing in uh it was a nine eleven thing going on, and uh he was kneeling uh right behind a United States Marine when they had the flag over the field and uh, I think that's just okay. kinda unacceptable i mean I get everything else but i mean during nine eleven that's just i mean that's
1: well well i i mean you know the 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 stance the stance doesn't change and it's funny because. You know, I talked to guys, who, I have family names who, who are military, and they had no issue And I'm not saying all military guys, but we actually have military guys online. They had no issues with Colin Kaepernick and the stance that he took. It wasn't against them. They knew. They understood. So, and, and he, I'm, I don't know your name, but he has the right. That's his right. He has the freedom to protest. He's not, he's not holding up a sign. He's not walking up down the thing. He's not jumping in front of people, man. He's not doing anything. He's not looting. This man is doing a peaceful protest. He would, and at first, when the protest first started, nobody even knew. He didn't even want any attention. He didn't even announce it. And the media kept coming over, and somebody just, rep, just it, it dinged on somebody. He said, oh, Collins over here, sit down. He's not even, you know, he stopped participating in, I play football, everybody stood, you know. And even if somebody sat down, I don't think we even paid attention to we pay attention to it, if they might have been injured or getting chased up or whatever the case on the sideline the kid in an emergency, whatever. But, yeah, we, we're passionate as a country, but, hey, man, some things are worth fighting for. And I think as Americans, as all of us are Americans, all of our lives matter. Everybody's important, be it African American, Chinese, White, cocaine, whatever you whatever group, Italian, we're all important. And we should all be treated the same in this country. Nobody should be different, man. We all we all put in sweat and blood in this country. We all sacrifice. Some people sacrificed in this country. You know, and I mean and from an African American perspective, we spent four hundred years here, free labor. And so that's the ultimate sacrifice, but you know, we're not asking, we don't ask for a lot. We just want to be treated. The basic human, to be treated as a human, how basic is that? Hey, let's move on. We got other, we got other callers on the line. I, I, well, thanks for your call, man. We appreciate you getting in there on, us, thanks for the, call, uh, man. on the line. Hey, we appreciate you, man, yep. you bring it in. Galano, I, I mean, you, you're a military guy, man. Uh, what's your thoughts on that? You know, I, I don't know wow. how you feel about it, but...
3: Well, yeah, I'm a a 20-year combat veteran, and uh, I have no problems with Kaepernick uh, kneeling. Uh, I think that's a misconception of some. Uh, How dare he kneel as if this is some disrespect to military members. Uh, When you swear an oath uh, to become a military person, you're swearing to the allegiance of of the, the Constitution, of the United States against all enemies, both foreign and domestic. It, 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 so I don't know where these military folk are so offended about that fact. And also 99% is credible in police shootings. That's an inflated number. Uh, that's almost 100%. That's a generalization. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. yes, all... Uh, people of color, whether it be white, black, or brown, uh, you know, are unfortunately uh, victims of police crime, and then there are also good cops out there, so uh, we don't want to <laughs> say that either, you know. So I just wanted to respond to the last yeah. caller in reference to those two things. So I'll wait the next call. Well, well,
1: you, you know what too, Governor, one of the things that that, that people uh, miss in this whole thing is that uh, uh, you lay, you, you lay to it. Not all police are, are bad police. And to say, to, to tell us, you know, and, and I don't know that caller, but that's the kind of thing that's spewed out there. And so we have misinformation like that, to say 90 percent is, cre- is credible. Right? 99. Wow. Yeah, I mean, that's, that, nothing is close to 99 percent. Incredible except for Carter. so you should not understand, I mean some things are just some of the information that people get out here is just is just way off the hey, let's go to the fall line to do calling you on the line your rank Top 5 sports chicago twenty four seven
5: all right hey, how you doing, guys? I, <clears throat> first, let me say it's an honor to be amongst such great sports minds. This is your friend, tribe. Good night. man.
1: What's going on, Shannon?
5: Yeah, look, look, hey, you all got a lot going on with this. Calling to connection with these statistics, uh, but you know, back to. The, the 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 reason for the the, the, the podcast is you know is Colin being blackballed was he correct in doing and I even heard that you know you're talking about billionaires being upset uh, you know they have to stop it now well I you know one thing I would say to that uh, and, and I think I heard a statistic that the NFL is sixty to seventy percent black. If that's the case, we're making the billionaires richer. If that's the case, that means that there's no better platform for us to bring attention to the ills that's going on uh in our communities and And i think I think what what what, what cap was uh was hoping to happen is that he just seeks some support uh for the cause. You know, if billionaires were to speak out on their behalf, maybe maybe some more resources would come to the community. Now, I'm not saying that they're coming to solve the problem, because there's problems in our community that only we can solve. And we have to be, uh, you know, we, we, we have to get on top of this. And, you know, as we talked about earlier in some of the posts, um, at some point we got to find a reason to come together. You know, that's what's gonna get something done for our community is unity. Even if even if a few don't disagree, at some point we gotta, you know, sit back and like let's move an agenda that let it work. You guys have gone to you know, have, have played on organized sports, uh been military, and I think you all know better than anybody the importance of unity because the game plan don't work if everybody don't believe in it or don't try to execute it. So, if we keep allowing uh injustices to happen, we, you know, and bring up other things that have happened in other sports and other areas, that's still that that that's that's not helping where we need to be going. That's not helping bringing us together because once we focus our attention on something, and this is, and this to me was probably probably a great thing. I mean, because it was non it was a nonviolent protest. Is everything that Martin Luther King talked about, everything that uh, people that want things to be done peacefully, it was done the right way. And as you said, this is a person that. Is qualified to be somebody's on on someone's team, you know. But I, you know, I I have accepted a long time ago that the NFL is an employee at will organization. Because Lord knows, I felt like the Bears kept Jay Color way too long, and we couldn't do nothing about that, <laughs> you know. <laughs> so, so I understand that that fact. But um, as far as the purpose of Colin's, uh protest, it was real. It was for all of us. And, you know, whether we agree with the protest, the majority, what, what the message he was trying to send or bring attention to, he actually did. But where mm-hmm. we keep falling short as we let, um, other other races, people from different thoughts, other nationalities, um, allow us, well, talk to us and, and put us in there to take each other down. That way we never really get anything accomplished. Colin Kaepernick probably won't play this year. And I, I think it's a bigger message behind this, because think about it. Who, who are the prospects of, of the future at the quarterback? It's the black, it's the young black quarterbacks. So we don't have to worry about that uh, Prescott doing any type of protest. Cause see what what happened to you, you know, and exactly. all all the all the other young black quarterbacks that's coming in the league. We're gonna make an example out of this one, and you all better pay attention to this. So we we have to come up with solutions. Uh, Evidently, uh Kaepernick did some things that were uh, saved his money. I mean, he seemed to be okay. We don't see him hurting, um, and he's probably getting some support. Probably has some businesses going on, and I think others need. Once they get that opportunity, they might need to follow, and those footsteps financially. And maybe we do eventually come together and at least find a way to get in the ownership part of the game. I mean, you don't. I mean, look at it. We're still the minority when it comes to leadership. I don't, and Ooh, you guys will probably know how many black head quarterbacks there are. I mean, head coaches in the NFL, you know, not right. that many. Probably can count them on less than three, or four fingers, you know. Yeah. Um, so, Most so, so this well, is this is a, a a power move. I I see it, and this is, and believe me, the younger quarterbacks are paying attention uh, to this. Um, it, it, it probably happens in those uh, interview rooms, uh, you know. Questions of well, where you stand on this, would you do this?
1: Oh, of course, uh, of so, course, yeah,
5: yeah, yeah, yeah. So of course, and, uh, this, is, I, this, Shannon, this is
1: something. Uh-huh. Shannon, I think, and, and Pete Cooper and I were talking about this earlier. Institutional and, and, and Galano, we made, we've talked about this before. Uh, businesses in the African-American community and what what really what uh, what, what valuable businesses do we have in the African-American community and so um, you know those are things that we definitely need to look at building institutions for ourselves so when, when we can make those things happen and we can make those things move forward I think we'll be good as a community and we can have enough money as a collective group, to, to buy, in, buy into the NFL ownership, if we're allowed in. <laughs> you know, that's, that's that's a whole other uh, animal that you're talking about right there. I'm going to go to the phone lines again. Uh, Shannon, I want you to stay with me. Uh, 608, you're on Rank Top 5, Sports Chicago 24-7. Did you say 608? 608 right here. You're oh,
6: hey, hey this is uh, Jesse <laughs> from uh Rank Top 5. Oh. <laughs> oh,
1: that's
6: so, the uh, huh? Jesse. We finally yeah, meet can, Jesse.
1: <laughs>
6: man, I can't let y'all just uh go on and go on without uh giving a shout out. So uh I will say, uh, you know, um G D and uh J T, you know, um I know you guys uh personally I see uh Coop online quite a bit, so you know, I'm pretty familiar with the personalities. Hey, this is interesting. You know what's interesting? You just don't know the
1: half. And wait a minute, but you know what's the, the one common denominator we all have in common? It's, it's one person that all Everybody on this phone has in common Coach and Johnson That's Coach Johnson <laughs> yeah, That's yeah.
6: one <laughs> that's, ass up, <laughs> that's one person well, We have in
1: common Well, but, uh, well
6: hopefully he ain't listening to my Comments now but <laughs> <laughs> But uh yeah. I'm gonna go on and uh I, you know, I know you got a few people online, so I'm gonna make a few points And then uh I just uh you know Listen to you guys but uh Uh, My first point is, um, first I want to say uh, kudos to Colin for standing up for something he believes in. You know, um, it's his uh, prerogative to protest whatever he likes, you know, especially when he's dealing with his country and his government. So uh, I give him him props for that. Second, you know, I want to give you guys kudos or props for doing your boycott because I believe that if you feel like – you know uh injustice or anything like that, you have a right to boycott whatever you feel, you know, so I'm not against any boycott uh, but when it comes to this boycott you know uh or why college is not in the league there there's there's two reasons for one i take uh i am i agree with g d where you know it's business i mean, I think mostly it's just business they for one they don't need college- uh you know. They don't need a new, I mean, a backup quarterback. There's going to be any type of distraction or any social, you know, uh, what they would consider a distraction. They just don't need them. Now, I think, you know, the uh, previous caller mentioned Dak. I think if there was a player with that can take them somewhere, if it was, you know, Cam Newton could take a knee all he wants, he's going to be employed next year. It doesn't really matter. You know, the same with Russell Wilson can't uh colin just not in that position to do that you know and uh like jt said i couldn't believe he opted out of his contract that was just dumb but you know he when it comes to police brutality in this country it is a you know it is a problem to to an extent because uh you know we always hear about it you know and we always see it but you know we also live in america where it's a gun culture. You give cops guns, people are just gonna die. I mean, it's just the way it is. I mean, you may not like it, but it's just the culture. I, I you give people that. guns, you give people guns people are gonna get shot it just it's just yeah. the way it is and you know, let's be fair, there's like sixty million you know police encounters a year, and we're talking about a thousand. so the numbers if you're really looking at the overall numbers it's you know right. it's like it's it's not really that great as far as how many police interactions it is. You know, we literally talk about 10, 10 cases a year where, you know, we know that something bad shouldn't have happened at that time. You know, out of however many cases there are. So, I'm not going to, like, so when it comes to this particular case, you know, I, I, I give kudos to uh, Colin, I give kudos to his supporters, but I would say personally, if I was a business owner, if I owned a business like that or any business, you know i I would have to take like if you're gonna impact my customer base anywhere negatively, then I have to let you go i mean i don't I, even if it, even if you didn't do anything wrong, so if I own i don't know a grocery store and I was gonna hire the world's top butcher. And his biggest crime was jaywalking If my customers Were going to start turning away because he jaywalked He just wouldn't be hired And that I mean it's just You know uh, But It it has to do with race But it's
1: business But but let me ask you this question When Jackie Robinson Crossed the color line Didn't I mean wouldn't some owners think that might affect Their bottom line I mean you know, he's a black man. Black people weren't, you know, we weren't considered human beings, so black men playing baseball. Wasn't that kind of like, you know, affecting, that could have affected bottom lines? Not branch with But
6: But you also have to realize that they was opening up when Jackie Robinson crossed the color line. They were opening themselves up to a whole new market. Yeah. So overall, they're bringing in a lot of new uh, fans, a lot of new, you know, a lot of new employees. They're opening themselves up to a brand new market, you know, which which they were able to now to get probably in some sense better athletes, you know. So,
1: but I'm just saying, I'm just saying the climate and the attitude at the time, and so the, I mean, there were some owners that wouldn't think about bringing a, a black man on this on this team. And so and when, they they did. when they just racist or were they just thinking about the I don't know, but I'm just saying were they racist or were they just thinking about the bottom line? And so and when I look at because I'm a, I'm gonna tell you, that's an assumption, I think, because I don't think the San Francisco 49ers didn't lose any fans. They would lose they and if they did lose any fans, they were losing because they, they were losing football games. I don't think that, that's I'm not saying a race mean, didn't did have how a part of it.
6: it. I'm that's not saying race didn't have a part, part of in it. it. Well, you know what? I've well, heard
1: well, that, but wait a minute! I've yeah. heard that that what you're saying. I've, I've heard that. And then on the other end, if Colin Kaepernick is qualified, and he's a qualified football player, and you have a coach that comes up and says, "Hey, we have Colin Kaepernick. We're thinking about. We're considering signing him," and so it's not off the table. So he's qualified. But then you bring in a guy who's not qualified who's not more qualified than College Captain, doesn't that kind of teeter on discrimination right there? Because they wanted a real league football player over a guy that's proven, a proven NFL veteran. I mean I'm just saying Well that, he's blacklisted.
6: I mean out. nobody's denied that the dude is blacklisted. <laughs> but I'm the, no, what, no, I'm, what no, I'm, no. I'm saying is I understand the business out of it where, you know, uh like like GD brought up What's next for protesting in the NFL? There are so many other venues that he could have chosen to take on uh, police brutality. I guarantee you if he was taken, but he chose the the football games because that's probably the only place people would have cared. So he he could have took it anywhere else. He could have went on any probably talk show and talked about it. He could have did anything else except at the game. This is this is a league that don't even don't even allow you to wear like different color shoestrings, you know, during the mm-hmm. game. That could,
4: you right. know, yeah.
6: didn't they block Peyton Manning for wearing I, some type of shoes tribute? <laughs> I mean, which I think was the best, well, you, the best environment. You know
2: what, J T. But but let, let me say this, J T. If you think for one second, Jesse, that the NFL. The, the 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 fan base in the NFL would give back their season tickets because Colin Kaepernick had a job. Then you really no, I don't
6: think that. I don't, think, really
2: that. So I don't think that. So to do would affect say that it would affect their bottom
6: line. Uh, I mean, no, that's no, no, no. I said it uh, would affect uh, my bottom line. But what I'm saying is, oh, if okay, you're in no, the no, NFL, no. you, you don't need Colin. You don't need them. No, you don't.
2: You don't need them. And and and, and the fact of the matter is. You don't need that backup quarterback who came uh, for the arena league either. The fact of the matter is that the problem that I have is that they are keeping him from a job because he took a stand. That's the only yeah. reason. You can, of not, course. Because he was, not because he was the worst quarterback in this, but, then they're saying, but they're saying that he's not qualified as a quarterback. So that becomes disingenuous
6: no, to me. Who's yeah, that? I haven't heard that. Oh, well, I've heard it. As
1: a matter of fact,
6: I've heard oh, it a hundred hearing 100 hearing 100 times from,
2: from today. Uh, yeah. Well, he is. They, uh, I don't know what happened. Ray was, he was making don't make any know decisions. decisions. <laughs> no, exactly. I, know. I don't what know what happened. I'm saying, what happened. I'm saying is, he has an ear for the NFL because he's played there for uh, the, the 18 years or whatever. So he, he knows. he knows that culture. You know what I'm saying? So, for him to say that, it doesn't make sense. It, 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 it's but, not, again, Michael Vick said. But he's he Ray Lewis. He clean, says a
6: lot of stupid
2: stuff. But, but listen, listen. He said, Michael Vick said he needs to clean up his image. So, when, when, when I hear that. Michael I, Vick, I the dog fighter, Michael
6: Vick? Yeah,
2: the dog fighter. The dog who
6: was, <laughs> Right, right. I'm saying, look was, at the personalities so that you're using for an example to justify somebody saying something. Michael Vick and Ray Lewis, who cares what they think? One was on no, trial for double murder. The other went to jail for dog fighting.
2: Yeah, but a lot of people, well, a lot just, of
6: people listen to him, and they it,
2: it, it gives a platform for justification as to why they, because if you got a, a, a if you got a guy like Ray Lewis, who's a black man who wants two Super Bowls, you got a uh, All Pro like Michael Vick, who has just dominated the, the game, and you got them, they're black, and they're saying, well, look, he needs to change his image, or he's not Michael a good, Vick good apologize. football player.
6: Because everybody jumps have, on it. Nobody have. cares what they think. <laughs> I, I want to say this we'll last thing, though. In. Playing in the NFL it's is a right. right. I mean, it's not a right. It's a privilege. It's he doesn't, I mean, it right. doesn't have to give them a job. They don't.
2: No, they don't and and to. that's the truth. Because and then that, 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 goes, that goes back to the point where there's no black ownership. There's no There's nobody sitting in that room who represents us. But we're representing them on the field, and they're making let's try to say it, they're making billions of dollars as a result of us being able to run and catch and throw and and play play the game of football. So, I mean, it, very it, true. Very when, true. When you look at it in that terms, then I, I get to see discrimination. I see it being a discriminatory practice. Yeah, uh, let me jump in here. Real I,
6: quick. I agree with. Let that. me jump in
1: real quick. Let me jump in real quick. This is. Uh... Hey, this is JT live right here on Rank right Top Five Sports Chicago, twenty four seven on blogtalkradio.com. dot com. We got my man Keith Cook in the building, Bulldog Sports Galano straight out the DMV. We got Shannon on the line. I got Jesse in China. Jesse in third. He just came in and then you caused all kind of trouble as usual. Um, <laughs> get, I want to get a few final thoughts from everybody. I have another caller that I want to get in on the line, but I, I, I want to get final thoughts from everybody as to what what we should do. And I and I know we have the, the protest going on at the very right top side Sports Chicago, 24-7 on Facebook. And I, you know, that's hard for me. That's really difficult for me to do right now. I, I'm trying to sacrifice because I love football and, you know, I, I like the NFL a whole lot. Uh, I love college football more than anything, so at least I get some sort of fix. But... um you know that that N S L is going to be tough, but I'm going to get final thoughts. But I'm going to go to this caller, calling you on RingTop Class 4, Chicago, 24/7, 312. You in the building? Good evening.
0: Good evening.
1: <laughs> Good
0: evening.
5: Good evening. Hello. You in the building? All right. All right I to move move move.
0: This is Cash <laughs> Queen Show <laughs> out of RT5.
1: What's going on, <laughs> y'all?
0: You have a very, you have a very interesting topic. Uh, GD, I broke my vow and I called in, which I planned on not to. I was just planning on listening. Uh, but
2: you have a very wait a minute, interesting man! Why you topic.
5: want to hold
1: on? Hold on, hold on, hold on, Cal. Why don't yeah. you, you go the show? Black
0: right top you
2: blackballed right now.
1: You
0: <laughs>
1: Yeah, why were you gonna call into the show, man? Because
0: I don't want to. Like Cap, <laughs> like Cap, 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 like I cap want to like Cap, like Cap, like you like Cap, like Cap, like Cap, like Thank like Cap, like
6: Cap,
1: like Cap, like Cap, like Cap, like Cap, like Cap, like you like like
0: like 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 Well, like 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 for so all you distinguished guy that's on this on the podium, uh, this is what I want to say. Long as you, whenever you don't have ownership and you are an employee, then the employer uh, would do what they do. Uh, Cap, not the first one that got blackballed. He will not be the last one. He's not the first one that stood up to bring attention uh, to injustice for all uh, the reason why Ali was ostracized was, was, uh, and let back in was because he was a cash cow boxing was dead boxing was dead they let Ali come back in to bring the revenue in but cap don't carry that kind of magnitude of finance so therefore they would stand on top of that because boxing is an individual sport and this is a team sport I would support support Cal because I believe what he's standing for. It's like the worst thing ever happened to black people was integration. That is Mm. why they let Jackie Robinson in. It wasn't about because he's black. They saw the money they was making in the Negro Baseball League with the black owners, black stadiums, black fans, black teams, black players, and they came with the idea, oh, that's a lot of money. (laughs) So, therefore, we'll let him cross the line. We'll get us one that can stand, we think. But Jackie Robinson was a rebel, but he had to bite his tongue a lot of times for that. Mm -hmm. So, therefore, with all of that being said and everything you guys have said, uh, I understand. I understand clearly, but until we are in a decision-making position, until we are in a decision-making position, We would always catch this kind of conversation with these kind of results. You know, a young man called in and said that uh, it is justifiable because a white policeman shoot black, unarmed black man. It was ludicrous. It's it's ludicrous. You know, but he has his right to his opinion, but he was dead wrong for that is concerned. So we see this every day, gentlemen. We see all of this. Discrimination and dislike for each other, uh, and the separation, the division, and all of that—we see it. But what's going to bring us together to overcome? You boycott the NFL. That's good and fine, but it's not enough for us that go to the game, that, that they, they they spend money, that can afford to go to the game. That will make a difference at the bottom line. So what makes a difference at the bottom line is that we can boycott uh, the sponsors. That's what they did at the Masters Theater, the Masters Tournament. One lady got the sponsors involved and boycotted the sponsors. Then they had to start their ladies
4: and minorities
0: join the Augusta Golf Club. That's how that came about. So I just cool. wanted to share that with you guys. Uh, and I would hang up and I would listen to the responses that will come their way. You guys have a good evening, Poop, uh, G- uh, GD, Shannon, uh, JT.
1: And Jesse, you guys have a good night, and I will listen to the rest of it. Thank you, Cash. We appreciate listening, a... my brother. That's wisdom, wisdom, wisdom right there, man. Man. <laughs> yeah, that, was some, that was some good stuff. Hey, you know what? I'm gonna uh, go around, and I, I, I like what Cash uh, had to say. I, I thought that was that was timely uh, to, to the discussion, and and, and having ownership. And Judy, we talked about this on Facebook. Having ownership. And I remember you asked the question, you know, what businesses do we own on the South Side of Chicago? What really valuable businesses that I'm talking about? When I think about businesses, I think about institutions that could help make fundamental changes within our community. And I you know, I don't really see that a whole lot and maybe some of the buddies on the line can talk about that that might be able to help us and help us out at I'll go down I'll go down a line, I'll start with Judy. Judy, you go first just
3: uh you you have been on for a minute. Well, I, I uh, again, uh JT, I commend you uh for uh having this conversation, you and Pat uh P Coop. Uh I wanna say what's up to Shannon and Jesse for joining in. And I'll say a couple of things. One, uh like Cash said about Yeah, yeah, because I think you know Jackie Robson came up and But it was it was about the business, guys. Uh, you know, with Jackie Robinson. It was about the business. It was about the money. You look at college football, Bear Bryant. It was about the money, man. Bear Bryant got his butt kicked by by black football. uh, I think it was Johnny uh, Rogers, one of them guys. He said, man, I got to get some black players. Utah basketball against Kentucky, it's about the dollar. And uh, these businessmen are not going to allow the dollar go away. Unity, 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 unity. My deal is, what is the plan? You know, we march and protest and, and have our signs and do it for a month or two. Then after that, it goes away. you got to have a plan on what you're going to do and how you're going to do it. Like I say, there was a plan to uh, for the Masters. Uh, the other thing is, last and foremost, how long do you ban us? How long do you boycott? What do you do after that? Will it be another subject? Will it be another sport? So I I would say I commend you on everything you do, JT, and i support you. But I think that the voices of others still should be heard in your forum and other places because there are many more fights out there uh, that deals with injustice and what's going on with CAP is just one of many uh, things. So... uh, Thank you for allowing me to be part of this conversation and I'll pass it on to the next person. Okay. Uh,
1: I'm going go to go to Jesse right now. Jesse.
6: Uh, all right. Uh, we already talked about the, uh, you know, the cap situation and stuff like that. One thing I continue to hear all the time and I just don't understand is that we have to get an ownership. We have to do this. We have to do that. You know, um, there's 28 football teams in the world. There, there, there were two, what, I don't know, 2 to $3 billion. There's very few people who have that amount of money, you know? So 99.9% of the rest of us is going to be consumers of the NFL, you know? And, it, it, and, there's like, and a good example is, like, we have a black owner in Michael Jordan. But let's remember how Michael Jordan got his team. Um, I believe his name was Johnson. That was a billionaire that actually had the money, bought the team, and pretty much gave it to Michael Jordan. So uh, unless we have these billionaires that's part of our group that's going to buy a team, then we can try to be an ownership all we want.
4: You know, I mean,
6: it, it's just not going to happen. And when you talk about businesses in these communities like, um, you know, like the South side of Chicago or Baltimore and stuff like that, we have people who have the resources and money. They just don't care anymore or they leave or they, they just don't put the money back. I mean, you think about like people like Oprah Winfrey, Derek Rose, uh, probably Barack Obama and other people from Chicago can't turn Englewood into High Park. They can easily do that. And we talk about all the money we have together. There is no together money. They have their money. And then us poor people talk about pooling our money together, which we don't have enough money to pool together. So we can talk about this all. I mean, we've been talking about it forever. Unless the talent intent, the people with the most money decide that they care again, we'll still be talking about the same subject of trying to own anything in our community for the next two thousand years. So, you know, um, unless those people are coming back and using their money and resources, then, you know, us poor people could uh <laughs> we we get hope and dream all well, at home. So
1: let me uh let me let me go to before I go to uh Sharon and Pico, let's go to our Facebook page and just get some of the comments that are moving in right now as I'm reading through some of them, uh, Larry Patterson says, uh, "I disagree. Cash employers can be influenced to change." Uh, that's 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 uh, that's definitely. Uh, Stella says, "Hence, boycott." Uh, Townsend says, "Employers are fortunate to have little resistance." That that's definitely the truth. Um, th- those things tend to happen. I guess when people have to worry about. Um, you know, their food and, and shelter, food, food, clothing and shelter, you know, they don't necessarily protest as much. And I, and I guess Colin Kaepernick is, is fortunate that since that he does have some, some money, you know, to, to, to take that stance. And I think that's what made that even more better because he's in a financial position to say, hey, you know what, I'm going to I'm gonna take this stance. And, you know, maybe he's, he's all right with that. That's why some people can do that. Shannon, I'm gonna cover you next. Then come my man Pete Cooper, and we'll close out the show, man. What's going on, Shannon? Oh
5: man, um, great show! Um, great show. A lot of great ideas. A lot of great thoughts out there. Um, you know, we 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 get into ownership. Um, you know, we don't necessarily have to be owners to have an impact um, to a game that we love and support with our dollars. Uh, as I as I said before, yeah, I think um they know that we're known to spend money, uh, black people through the paraphernalia, uh the T V commercials are targeted to, for us and things of that nature. So if we actually were able to unify and as cash is a great idea, target some sponsors, you know, on the Unity is what will help us push and actually bring an agenda together. But until that happens, yes, as going back to Cass said, we've been doing this since Martin Luther King days, and we're still doing it. We still haven't figured it out. So you, you have to, We at some point, um, those that may not totally agree, just as other races, other religions, Jews do, they don't fight it out in public. Get behind closed doors, even if you don't agree, this is our agenda, and I think uh, I heard even in, in, in on this call we talked about gay rights, how gay marriage was pushed. They did it They did it unified. Uh, the Hispanics, uh, 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 illegal aliens, got, got laws passed because they stayed unified. And all of them didn't agree, especially the ones that were here legal. But they didn't make a public spot out of it. So when things happen me, to uh, to to one of our peers, to one one of our community, we have to stand with them, and that's that's just the bottom line. If we want to be respected in these arenas, and, and I'm, let
1: me uh, thank
5: you,
0: JT, thank Sean,
1: you. Let me. Shannon, let, let me keep you put it for the people. Uh, we have about four minutes left to our show. If you're not called in into the queue, we may go over a little bit, but if you, you're sitting at your computer, the show is going to go off in, in the next five minutes. But we're at one 2342 if you want to call in. I have some other people that have called in. Guys, if you can stay, that's cool. If not, I, I appreciate the calls. I know it's it's late, and some of you guys are in Eastern time zones, and and so I I know it's a little later there. Uh, But I do have some additional callings, and we might go over a little bit um, with what's going on. So you won't be able to listen to it. But if people are listening, we appreciate you listening to to our show here on Ranked Top 5 Sports Chicago 24-7 on blogtalkradio.com. Pico, what's your thoughts, man? Yo.
2: Well, first of all, I want to say that I really appreciate um, all of the callers and their perspective. You know, one thing I do want to say is that um,
4: there was a
2: a, a bit of unification uh, as far as, you know, knowing and understanding that racism exists and that it needs to be uh, addressed. Uh, Of course, there's differences in how to go about it. You know, and, uh, of course, the, the police brutality, uh, part uh, for the most part, it's understood, except for that one caller talking about ten percent. I mean, ninety-nine percent, whatever, justified. Um, you know, I, I feel that um, I feel strongly about uh, the change that needs to be, uh, you know, initiated in, in our community. And one thing I will say is that um, you know, people don't. Who, who don't believe they can own, um, have ownership of NFL team or have ownership of, of their community, then those people are the people who probably won't have that, you know, because they don't believe they can have it. So I, I think that um, the psyche uh, to understand and to believe that uh, we can own institutions within our community and not only keep them maintained but run them and um have them uh be able to compete globally uh is something that is doable in our community but of course uh the dynamic of the psyche has to be you know manifest in that direction. You know, I, I believe that Conor Kaepernick stance is, is a point is, is a foot in that direction. You know, so um I'm glad that we got this uh, opportunity to bounce these ideas off of each other. And, uh, J.K., I commend you on putting this together. You know, uh, we go way back. And, uh, you know, I'm just I'm just happy to be a part of this. And, uh, you know, I'll I just leave it there.
1: Well, I want to thank everybody for calling in, that, that, that called into the show and that we missed. I'm going to go to another caller real quick. And for those listening on our computer, you'll be off. We'll be off in uh fifty seconds, but Kutina's gonna call in one six four six 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 eight two three four two. We're gonna go on probably another two to three minutes. Four two four, you're in the building.
3: Hey, how's it going? Yeah, uh
1: um, going great. I was just listening to I was just listening to the show and uh, I just feel like boycotting the league wouldn't do really nothing less than players want to boycott, really. Are fans boycotting it? I don't know where we'll go. Because, Ameri- I mean, football I is am American a fan. I am a fan. We are fans. Hello? We're, yeah, we, we are
2: the fans. We are the to be boycotting. We're, We're the fans. Who's the fans? Who's the fans?
5: We are. I
1: am. They see you. I know you're the fan, but at the end of the that day, is. we're a my- minority of the <laughs> fans. But <laughs> go look in them fans wherever you go. I've been there a couple football <laughs> uh, games, and the fans are not filled with black people. You do not let it say that. It's are not filled with black people, Four two four. 424, You 424, got a lot of people. I don't know if you know, a speakerphone or something like oh. that. Oh. I really want to hear your opinion. But I, I'm just saying know, the, stands, the stands are not filled with black people in any football game you go to.
2: Okay. It's not, exactly. Black people
1: don't fill up the stands. It's, it's an American sport. And it's, a, it's, it's a lot of white people that watch football and support football. So I don't think it will put a dent in them. It. It's got to be the players that – it's got to be the players to boycott. they got to stand up. That would really hurt. That would really hurt.
3: Well, uh, I, I, I'm going to put you on hold the I got lifted the handle Up the, the, hand the door, the door and, and the door, and the door uh. Hello, uh, Hello? Uh, Yeah Yeah. Before, before I had to put you on hold a little
1: bit um, You know what I, I think and, and I want you to,
6: Oh wow
1: Somebody's got to Focus on yeah, that's somebody's going to speak before that. It's kind of hard to, to hear that. But I just want to let this, I just want to hope that he can hear this. Um, you know, if we don't protest, then nothing happens. So, I mean, at least if we take a stance. And, and to say that it's not enough of us, there is enough of us to have a slight dent in the NFL. I mean, you know, I agree with you. If players protest, that would be great. If fans protest, you know, because it won't be just black fans protest. Now, I think that's a misconception. There will be other fans that would join that protest. But, you know, we, if we did it collectively, if the players decide, shout, hey, I'm going to walk out, well, we see what they did with the lockout. They didn't even want to do that. So, you know, they didn't want to mess up their livelihood because they really didn't have enough money saved up in order to do that. So, you know, I, I'm, I'm not going to worry about it too much. I have my own protest. I'll just say for me, for this season, if Colin Kaepernick is not signed, I won't participate in NFL football. I won't come on my television. I'm going to block it out the stations that play NFL football while it's playing. And that's that's just it. That's just for me. Everybody else can take their stand. So people can watch football. That's your choice. But at least we have to do something. If we don't do anything, then nothing will happen. So you know, I' always say I don't know, and, and I'm going to close on this. I don't know I, what, I know what the solutions can be, but do we have enough manpower, Shannon you know, to put things together to move a task force to have a co- to form a coalition with our people have their own ulterior motives and people wanting to get cash in pockets? You know we know about politicians and preachers and all sort of people in the community. That put up roadblocks and stumbling blocks and hinder people from trying to start businesses. I'm sure there are a lot of good people who want to start good businesses that are that are hindered because you have you know people who say you know what you got to know this person that person this person that person and you know that person you can't get this life in this business or nothing. So you know we have so many things going on that's affecting us. I support what Colin Kaepernick did and Jesse. We always talk about entertainers and athletes, you know, in our little group talks, doing listening to who we should listen to. And finally, Colin is a kid who's twenty eight years old. He's young enough. He's youthful. He's a kid I said, you know what? Man, that's a heck of a stance. And it has such an impact on a global level. See, it's not just what he did here, globally. Because you saw people taking stands Taking these globally And so nothing wrong With that you know a movement Has to start somewhere And if it starts with college happening And that you know we're talking About it now We're here and hopefully somebody hears this podcast And says you know what We, we want to do so we want to help How can we help then we have to find Ways to get that done And we have to sit down as a, as a group And say you know what because we spend a lot of time on social media. And I always say that the time that we spend on social media, we can spend planning and making some things happen and doing some positive things. So I just want to thank you guys for tuning in. Uh, and you guys are calling. And anybody that's still out there that's listening over there, you can uh, uh, follow our page, request our group page, Rank Top 5 Sports, 24 7. Put it in the Facebook, it'll come up. You know, I'll do a screening process. So if, I, if you look like, I'll be, or whatever. You know, all these people that be sending these little messages and stuff. I'm gonna block you because we have a lot of spam, out there. We don't want those people. But hey, guys, I appreciate you guys, man. Y'all have a great evening. Be safe and uh, thanks for tuning in to Top Five Sports Chicago 24/7. You guys have a good night and I'll see y'all tomorrow. You know We'll be up next week too. Next Tuesday, baby. We got another topic. I got a feeling. I got to fill the void with football being out. So. Right, something be going on Maybe we'll talk about LeVar Ball Jeannie, That's your boy We'll get him oh, <laughs> We'll talk yeah. about oh, yeah. We'll talk oh,
6: about yeah. Ball all
1: day long <laughs> Hey man you guys have a great evening man Peace
6: Alright you too all right.